Remind yourself that past and future have no power over you, only the present. And even that can be minimized. Just mark it off limits. Meditations, Marcus Aurelius. Ahsoka never got over the fall of Anakin Skywalker. As a Jedi, she was the Chosen One's Padawan throughout the devastating Clone Wars, depicted in the Star Wars animated series The Clone Wars. It started in about the early 2000s. It's one of my favorite shows growing up. Ahsoka would go on to become an incredible warrior over the course of the war, but just like many Jedi living at that time, it was not what she wanted. Nobody thought they were going to be soldiers. They wanted to be peacekeepers. The reasons were many, but Ahsoka eventually left the Jedi Order and left Anakin behind. So when Anakin fell to the dark side and became Darth Vader, Ahsoka was nowhere to be found. This haunts her for years leading up to the Disney Plus series Ahsoka, which I am watching. We've been talking a little bit about on this show. She thinks a lot that if she had been there, if perhaps she had been around Anakin at that time in episode three, Revenge of the Sith, that she could have saved him and saved everyone that Vader would go on to kill. Ahsoka is basically trapped in her regret In the beginning of episode 5 of Ahsoka, Ahsoka has lost a duel and been cast into the ocean to die. She wakes up from sort of a slumber in what's known as the world between worlds. It's not so much a place as it is like a mindset. It's just this infinite black hole between time and space. It's a state of being, sort of like the construct in the Matrix trilogy, if you remember that all-white space where Neo and Morpheus could commune and sort of make reality itself. And while she's there in the world between worlds, Anakin Skywalker appears. He says he's been waiting for her. Long dead, this Jedi Master turned Sith Lord is smiling softly at her, and he says that he has a lesson for her. I've come to finish your training, Anakin says. What is the lesson, Master? Ahsoka answers reluctantly. She's sort of uncomfortable even calling Anakin her master anymore. Anakin responds, To live or die. Anakin then draws his lightsaber and forces Ahsoka to fight. He takes her back into a traumatic memory during the Clone Wars when she was just a child, a young Jedi learner. Ahsoka was forced to become a soldier in that civil war. We know this, the Jedi should not have been there in this situation. They weren't meant to lead armies into battle, but there they were. What would Ahsoka and Anakin make of it? (laughs) I have felt that way. Uh, I'm sure that you have, right? Something is happening. You're saying, I shouldn't be here. This isn't the way that things are supposed to be. This is all wrong. Yet, here you are regardless. Yet... It is happening. This is reality. So how will you respond? For Ahsoka, Anakin taught her how to charge forward. In the Clone Wars, it was to charge headlong into the battle against all those droids with your wits about you and your lightsaber ready. The alternative was to hang in the back, to linger behind in fear and be killed. You would just die in the sands of whatever battlefield you were on. Now, of course, Ahsoka did have a choice once she was off the battlefield. She could just not be a Jedi, and that is what she eventually chose when she was standing before the Jedi Council in the Clone Wars animated series. 
But in those moments of do or die in battle, one cannot be stuck in the mud of fear, indecision, and doubt. The battlefield of life is littered with the bones of really good people who could not move forward through their fear and indecision. We can't live in the past. Our mistakes, our missteps, our lowest moments, it's not who we are. The act of living itself has unlimited potential to be the redemption that we are seeking in this life. You can't bow down, and lying down in your tears of regret is the easy way out. In Meditations, Marcus Aurelius writes of depression and what is a often thinly veiled homage to suicide, the idea of just quitting altogether. But amidst all the pain and tragedy and death that followed Aurelius, he would write to himself that getting out of bed in the morning is the duty not just of him, of an emperor or a king, but of a human being. The bedsheets, he says, feel nice and they are safe, but we're meant to live for more. He says, so you were born to feel nice instead of doing things and experiencing them? Don't you see the plants, the birds, the ants, and the spiders and bees going about their tasks, putting the world in order as best they can? And you're not willing to do your job? As a human being, why aren't you running to do what your nature demands? I love that quote. It is just highly convicting, (laughs) thinking about how birds and ants and spiders and bees, they go about their business. Why can't you go about yours? Yeah, point well taken. You know, in reality, getting out of bed does not mean that you have to go engage in heroics and, you know, go pull cats out of trees and put out fires. Our day might only really bring suffering, but the point, right, the point of that, that the thing the Marcus Aurelius is talking about here is that it's kind of part of what we're here to do, to face those things, to look at the boulders that are obstructing our path right in the eye, and then you carve beautiful things into that cold stone. You shape it to your will. You make the best of it. My friends, we have to move on. We have to move forward. I'm not talking about society or culture or making some kind of point about politics. Just you, the person in the mirror. We have to keep our eyes on the road. The fear that we're going to fail at something yet again robs us of so much joy and love and opportunity. Ahsoka, this show that we've been watching here at This Is The Way and that a lot of you are watching... It is such a beautiful reminder to Star Wars fans that being a Jedi is not what she experienced when she grew up in the Clone Wars. That wasn't it. The Jedi were not meant to be soldiers, but that is what happened regardless. To be a Jedi is to act a certain way in a situation that you're given. You're given hate, you respond with gentleness. You're presented with fear, you choose faith and courage. You're given war, then you fight for peace. And with no hatred in your heart, you fight for tomorrow. Luke Skywalker said, confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. (laughs) Means it's coming, you have to do it. And as Anakin says, right, the challenge, the lesson is to live or to die. So if you're the Jedi who won't face fear and won't meet your destiny, well, that's the end for you. You're not going to make it. But I think you can. 
Last week, I recommended to you on the podcast and on the newsletter a song by Noah Gunderson called Haunted House. I recommend you go back to You Fell in Love with a Dying Star in the podcast feed and listen to that. But funny enough, Noah Gunderson has now released his entire album, and there's another song on the record that speaks to what I've been writing about here. It's called Better Days. In the song, Noah is writing about losing against various struggles. And it it's funny because it's about like drowning in the water and you know you can't um you know you can't swim as like the, the stresses and problems of life are, are are getting up around your neck. And the reason I think it's funny is because in the Ahsoka show she is cast into the sea. She is literally, she is drowned. And that is why she is now facing Anakin and the world between worlds. And in the song, Noah sings these lyrics. Sometimes it feels like you're caught in a riptide that's pulling you out to a watery grave. Sometimes it feels like you've seen enough. It's all too much. You feel like giving up. Sometimes it feels like I'm stretched too thin. How does anyone win in this race that we're in? Sometimes the going gets pretty rough, but I'm hanging tough. I'm not giving up on better days. I am not either. I hope that you won't. Don't give up. You must live or die. This is the way. <laughs> 